0: and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care, as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN, Pause, Renew, Next. Hi friends, I'm glad you joined me for another episode in our Burnout and Recovery series. I've heard from a lot of you that this series has been really helpful, and I'm so glad. We will be finishing it up over the next couple of weeks in March. If you've missed previous episodes, we've talked about all kinds of things, from regulation to shame and compassion to grief to worry. I hope you'll go back and check those episodes out. Today, however, we are jumping into the topic of self-care, which is really, really needed when we're talking about burnout and recovery. But specifically, we're going to talk about it from the perspective of nourishment. So today, rather than starting with a relaxation exercise or a deep breathing exercise, we're going to start with some mental imagery. So I hope you'll make yourself comfortable and get ready for some time of reflection. Let's imagine together that it's maybe 5 or 5.30. It's been a really busy and hectic day. Your phone is blowing up you have a to-do list a mile long and it doesn't seem like it's gonna stop anytime soon. Maybe the kids are crying in the back seat and you don't have a plan for dinner. Well, it must be a drive-through night, right? So let's imagine together driving into the drive-through line. What restaurant have you picked? You're going down the menu and you have to make a quick assessment. What are you gonna grab that's really easy and really quick? Now let's imagine that you're opening that bag and you're gonna take a bite. Where are you eating? Are you eating in the car on the way home? Do you take it home and open it at the dinner table? What are your practices around drive-throughs usually like? And now we're gonna flip the script. I want you to imagine that you have all the time in the world for a home-cooked meal. A really good, nutritious, Yummy meal. What are you going to make? What are your ingredients? How long would it take you to put it together? Or maybe you don't do the cooking. Maybe your spouse or your mother or your friend does the cooking. What what have they put together for you? What is going to be on your plate? Now I want you to imagine sitting down and preparing yourself. Maybe you put your napkin on your lap. Maybe you bow your head to pray. Who's at the table with you? As you take your first bite, what does it feel like? Okay. You guys, we're talking about nourishment today, and if you think we're only going to be talking about food, you would be mistaken. I want to talk about nourishment today because because if we're thinking about burnout, we're in a healing process. And it's really hard to heal and recover without good, true nourishment. So the definition of nourishment is the food or other substances necessary for growth, health, and good condition. I think of burnout as being a drive-through experience, right? Like we're all in survival mode. We've been going through the motions. We don't have the mental space to plan ahead or to do extra. We don't have margin maybe to really think about what good nourishment even looks like these days. We're just going through the motions trying to get things done. For many people in burnout, that's what it feels like, if you even have the energy for that. So if we think about healing, there's a slowdown process. The difference between the first scenario and the second is much more preparation, much more mindfulness, time to actually enjoy the food that we're eating rather than doing it on the go. Now hear me, I'm a mom of four, I work part-time, I am driving through school pickup lines many, 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 many more times a week than I'd really like to be, going back and forth to church, to drum lessons, you name it. I know what drive through life is like, and sometimes that's what we need. Sometimes that really is self-care. But when we're thinking about nourishment, like a good home-cooked meal, there's really nothing like it, is there? So today I want to talk about what nourishment might look like. In four different areas, in our bodies, in our relationships, in our mental lives, in our minds, and in our spirits. So let's start with our bodies. Obviously, when we think about nourishment, we think about food. Now, I do work with eating disorders, and I just want to say from the outset, this is not a podcast about what you must eat to be at your optimal. I don't actually believe that there are any bad foods. There is a time for everything under the sun. But we all know that there are some foods that are much more nourishing than others. I'm going to encourage you, if you can, where you can spend time to plan ahead to make sure your body is getting the foods that it needs. Maybe not at every meal, but at the meals that you can. Maybe that looks like meal planning. Maybe that looks like grocery shopping differently. Maybe that looks like making more margin time around your evenings or around meal prepping for lunches. This is not a guilt-inducing podcast, friends. You can buy already cooked meals that are also nourishing. But I do think there's a mindfulness practice that goes with eating and nourishing our bodies well when we have time. In fact, as challenging as this is, I'm going to encourage you to set aside 30 whole minutes for a meal. Can you imagine? What a luxury. 30 whole minutes. And actually enjoy the food. Taste it. Chew it. Swallow it. Enjoy it. Be in the present, not on your phone. If there are other people present, enjoy them. And then I want you to pay attention to how you feel after the meal, as opposed to a drive through experience. It's a very different experience altogether, I guarantee it. When it comes to the body, though, there are many more ways that we can nourish ourselves other than food. One of those is sleep. Making sure that we have proper rest is really, really important for our bodies. And if we're trying to recover from a mental load, from stress, we need more sleep than usual. It may be a time that you're, you've been getting less sleep for a long time. But in order to heal, our bodies need sleep. In order to heal emotionally, we need to be able to dream. And that requires time to rest. Maybe that looks like naps. Maybe that looks like allowing yourself to sleep in on the weekends. Oh, friends. I have four kids. I know what this is like. So maybe you're saying to yourself, please, if only. (laughs) I'm just encouraging you where you can to give yourself margin to get rest. That also might look like enjoying the sunshine, movement, enjoying moving your body, maybe at the gym, maybe taking a walk. Now that it's getting warmer, maybe that looks like getting in the water, a pool, Of some sort, or a jacuzzi, a spa, a massage, all the ways that you know your body flourishes and can heal the best that it can. Maybe a part of your nourishment journey for your body means visiting a doctor, talking to a dietitian, somebody who can come alongside you and help support you on your healing journey. Let's talk about our relationships. What is a drive through relationship like as opposed to a true nourishing friendship? I think social media may be a part of that, right? Like we can get connection anywhere, any of the time, but it's like a drive through connection. It's certainly not worth nothing. I think that there are a lot of really great friendships I've made over Instagram and Facebook. Some of my close friends I talk to on Marco Polo and Voxer, and those are all great ways of keeping in touch with people. But sometimes we need face-to-face contact. Sometimes we need to have a real heart-to-heart. Sometimes we need a really great hug. Those are some of the ways we may want to be nourishing ourselves in relationships. Maybe that looks like spending time at work with your coworkers over lunch. Maybe that looks like joining a small group at your church and really investing time. Maybe that looks like stepping out of your comfort zone and inviting somebody over or out to coffee, whatever that may need to look like for you, think about what nourishing relationships have been like in the past and how you can invest in that right now because of all the times in your life when you're recovering from burnout is definitely the time you need to be supported in relationship and have access to nourishing, nourishing friendships or family. What about nourishing our minds? I think a lot of us have what we might term ADD, but maybe it didn't come naturally. Maybe it's because we're so anxious that our minds won't settle down, so it's hard to focus. Maybe it's because we spend so much time scrolling that our brains are always looking for the next dopamine hit, and they don't know how to settle in the quiet. What are deep, nourishing mind practices that might look like reading an actual book, rather than reading a short post on Facebook. Maybe that looks like studying something you've been interested in, but you haven't pursued. Maybe learning a musical instrument. Maybe taking something you're curious about and deep diving into it to really learn about those things. Maybe it looks like having a deep conversation with somebody, somebody else who's knowledgeable about things that you want to learn about, Our minds are made to learn. That doesn't go away when we become adults. But in this fast paced society, we learn all the time very quickly, but very shallowly. We learn a little bit about a lot of things. And I think of it as like dry sand a few drops barely wet the surface. But what if we could actually be nourished in our minds? What if we could have the focus to actually grow, to learn? What would that feel like? What about nourishing our spirits? As a believer, I definitely think a part of that is spending time in God's word. I think short devotionals are great. If that's all you have the energy for right now or the mental capacity for, then please go with that. But I think the word of God, as the Bible says, does not come back void. So even if it's hard for you to focus, I guarantee the Lord is planting it inside of you more than you think. Spending time in prayer. I heard Max Lucado recently say, and this really stuck with me, he's never met one person who didn't think that they could pray better. But what if we're praying much more than we think we are? I know for me, I kind of pray on the go, and they're not long, drawn-out prayers, but like sometimes even when I'm with my kids, just like, Jesus, help me. And I'm not taking his name in vain. I really mean it. Like, Jesus help me. (laughs) So I think we are praying maybe more than we think, but maybe intentionally praying, like being mindful, maybe allowing ourselves quiet so that we can listen for what he might have to say back to us. I think spending time with other believers is definitely a part of spiritual nourishment. We grow, we encourage, and we spur each other on. What else? You guys, in 10 or 15 minutes, I can barely scratch the surface of all of the ways that we could be practicing nourishment to ourselves. But I think it's important to remember going back to our podcast about self-compassion. It's hard to nourish somebody you don't love. You love your children. You nourish them. What about yourself, though? I think we put ourselves on the backburners a lot. So I want to encourage you this week. Goodness, this is not a guilt-inducing podcast, so please don't think that you have to do all four of these things and really well by next week. That's not going to happen. But I'm going to encourage you to pick maybe one area that we talked about today and think about one or two practical ways that you could focus on really nourishing yourself this week. Maybe it is a good home-cooked meal. Maybe that would be fun and relaxing and good. Maybe it is spending time outside in the sunshine this week. Maybe it is allowing yourself to sleep in or to take a Sunday afternoon nap. Maybe it is joining a small group or picking up a book that you've wanted to read for a long time and haven't allowed yourself to spend time reading. Whatever it is that you choose to do, I hope you'll do it from the perspective of really allowing yourself to heal, giving yourself grace, space, and nourishment. And now, as we prepare for what comes next in our day, I wanna leave you with a benediction from Proverbs 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him and He will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus.